Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Passionate about standing up for all Canadians. The Roy Green Show continues. Headline in uh, the Toronto Star and other papers across Canada proposed rules for chronic pain treatments could create crisis for patients. And that's crisis for patients, chronic pain patients in uh, British Columbia. I want you to know, as you know, for the last couple of years, we have been focusing on the issue of chronic pain and the miserable manner in which chronic pain patients are being treated through this so-called opioid crisis which is all about drug addicts and not about the chronic pain patients who are paying the price because they're being denied their medications. I was in touch with the College of Physicians and Surgeons of Ontario, and I asked their representative, registrar, to be on this program. Their media person got in touch with me. And the media person said, well, not the registrar, but the president of the college We'll do it. So they asked for times that I would make available, and I and I did follow through. There's no reply. So one of the times went because I'm not going to hold times for uh, three, four days just for somebody's convenience. And uh, there was one time left, and they haven't replied. So it's the usual company BS when it comes to chronic pain patients. Come on the show, answer questions. Have a listen first to the other messengers of misery who've been on this program. They didn't fare so well. So I'm interested in the patients, not in the merchants of misery. The United States Department of Justice Inspector General Michael Horowitz report on FBI Hillary Clinton email investigation has confirmed that former FBI Director James Comey is guilty of, quote, gross misconduct, end quote. Yet, weirdly, Mr. Horowitz finds no political bias in Comey's and senior FBI's actions. I don't quite understand this. Sidney Powell has been lead counsel in more than 500 federal appeals, 350 of them, as an assistant United States attorney and appellate section chief in Texas. She's the past president of the American Academy of Appellate Lawyers 
and she's the author of Licensed to Lie. I love that title. And in it, you will find the, find out the truth about Merrill Lynch and Enron and Arthur Anderson and others in the last 10 years of our global misadventures financially. Licensed to Lie. Ms. Powell, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Mr. Horowitz has harsh words for James Comey and for senior FBI officials, but he does not ascribe political motives to their actions. I don't understand. Well, what he actually is saying, you have to remember, he's kind of like an HR guy in a big corporation. He's doing more of a process analysis. If you dig into the report itself and look at all the facts that he dug up, there is clear evidence of political bias that determined the course of the Clinton investigation. I've got an article out on it right now on the Hill. It just came out a few minutes ago. There are not only abject expressions of bias by Page and Stroke and at least five other FBI agents that are unidentified, things, you know, despising President Trump, calling him all kinds of vile names, I mean, just venomous text messages between any number of them. There's also a clear double standard in the way that the investigation proceeded against Hillary Clinton versus the way it's proceeded against President Donald Trump. And ironically enough, the key agents who covered up for Hillary are the ones who started the fake Russia collusion narrative investigation against President Trump. And Peter Stroke even prioritized that over reviewing the hundreds of thousands of emails that showed up on Anthony Weiner's laptop, which was another series of violations of the Espionage Act, 18 U.S.C. Section 793. I mean, it just goes on and on. I've only begun to scratch the surface of this report. It's 500 and some pages. Yeah, it's a good read. I mean, I've read a few pages and read some reviews of it, but I I can't understand, again, based on what you've just told us, and what I've read and what I what I know of it, I'm surprised that Mr. Horowitz doesn't in the report, unless I missed it, does not in the report directly accuse Comey and other FBI officials of being politically motivated, their actions being politically motivated. I know, uh, but he's not a criminal investigator. He's not looking at it from that perspective, and it could be that uh, that was you know, the report was edited, too. I mean, Rod Rosenstein had ultimate authority, probably, over the recommendations that came out in this report. I see. So yeah. I'm generally ignoring the recommendations and looking at all the facts revealed and reviewing it like any sort of seasoned prosecutor would review it. And there are major holes It looks like nobody in the FBI actually ever really reviewed all the emails on Hillary Clinton's aides, perverted ex-husband or husband's laptop, and they delayed any review of that for over a month. I think the only reason they actually looked at it at all was because the New York Police Department, who had been involved in the seizure of it, was going to out the fact that it had revealed all kinds of stuff and the FBI was doing nothing about it. So I'm 99% sure Comey wrote that last-minute letter to Congress saying, oh, we've got this and we need to look at it because the New York Police Department was going to out him. So without the New York Police Department having that information being ready to reel it, that uh, that declaration by Kim Comey never would have happened. Exactly. Because it was strange. Well, I mean, it's 10 days, roughly 10 days uh, bef- before the election that Mr. Comey spoke. I thought there has to be a really significant mitigating circumstance that would cause the FBI director 
to step up and say what he was saying that close to the election. We also should I, I should ask you this: Was the FBI then, in your interpretation, your reading of the report, was the FBI actively engaged in running cover for Hillary Clinton and doing what they could as an organization from the top to provide uh, support for the for the Clinton campaign for the presidency? Exactly. I think the report is replete with evidence of that, and also the same within DOJ, because even, I mean, this is outrageous, even Stroke and Page are complaining about DOJ prosecutors not following normal procedures in this investigation and giving them search warrants to get things. So for them to be complaining about that, you know, it has to be really bad. Well, doesn't I that encourage people to follow my Twitter at Sydney Powell, the number one, because one of the things I'm tweeting are, are excerpts. I mean, I'm photographing and attaching pictures of excerpts of the report so people can see the important parts themselves. So it's at Sydney Powell one. Yes, the number one. Number one's at Sydney Powell. That's S Y D N E Y P O W E L L. S I S I D N E Y. S I okay. Um, and my article on the Hill, which links the report, is uh, it's on the Hill today. It says outrageous political bias determined the course of the Clinton investigation. That's the title of it. All right. So at Sidney Powell, and the number one is your Twitter account. Um, yes. Does this then not significantly compromise the FBI in any other? factors that might be involved or involving reviews of Donald Trump or people in his election campaign, or in fact, the jailing of Paul Manafort, which Alan Dershowitz said is completely unacceptable because Manafort has not been found guilty of anything, but the judge just decided to revoke his bail and put him in prison where the judge could have provided or or, or demanded house arrest and otherwise confined Mr. Manafort and, and, re- and taken away his access to the Internet. Any number of things could have been done, but instead they jailed him. Are they, is, are they panicking? And has is, is the FBI, in effect, compromised any other investigations into uh, Donald Trump? I have no doubt that they have. I mean, the problem with something this big and this bad is that it leaves the public with absolutely no trust whatsoever in anything the FBI says and does. Mm -hmm. And the only way we can regain that trust back is for them to disclose all of it freely and and cut out this baloney about this is classified sources and methods mess. That's a bunch of hooey. And let the public know exactly how bad it was and then fire at a minimum everybody that had anything to do with it and start over with an a- attitude of professionalism and seeking justice, not convictions. Yeah. I mean, this is horrid, and what I agree completely with Professor Dershowitz as to what happened to Manafort. That's textbook out of my book, License to Lie, in which Andrew Weissman, Manafort's, I mean, uh, Mueller's pit bull, is the lead villain, and I wrote the book in 2014. I mean, I saw this coming a long time ago because these people are willing to do anything to win and to further their view of how the world should be, whether that's what the majority of America wants or not. And it's it, it, they yeah. did it just to break him. I mean, that's the whole purpose. I think they are panicking. I think Mueller's got nothing on Russia collusion because it was all made up from the start by the FBI and Brennan and Clapper and people at the State Department and other Hillary fans. 
to keep Trump from being president. I think that whole thing was the insurance policy that Stroke and Page were talking about. What a powerful cabal to be facing. Definitely. And they're, they're armed with all the might and power of the government of the United States. Can you go, please hold on, uh, Ms. Powell? We're going to come back with Sidney Powell. That's S-I-D-N-E-Y-P-O-W-E-L-L, and then the number one. At Sidney Powell 1 is her Twitter account. She's been lead counsel in more than 500 federal appeals, 350 of them as an assistant United States attorney and appellate section chief in Texas, and she's the past president of the American Academy of Appellate Lawyers, and the book is Licensed to Lie. This is uh, this is huge. Mr. Horowitz is going to be before Congress, the Congress Congressional Committee, on Monday, and I expect that he's going to be facing some very, very tough questions. We'll come back with uh, with Miss Powell. Don't go away. Straight talk, no nonsense, honest debate. This is the Roy Green Show. I uh, should have added as well when I was talking earlier about chronic pain patients that uh, tomorrow we're going to be speaking with the executive director of Pain BC, Pain British Columbia. And uh, looking forward to that. Sydney Powell is my guest. She is the, uh, she's the author of Licensed to Lie, The Truth About, and I'm adding this, about Merrill Lynch and Enron and Arthur Anderson. And um, also what's going on with the, in the United States. With this globalist cabal, we have a similar globalist cabal in this country that, uh, that really was doing anything they could and everything they could to derail the Donald Trump campaign. And that included the uh, vaunted FBI and their leader, James Comey, who President Trump fired. Um, Ms. Ms. Powell has been, as I said, the lead counsel in more than 500 federal appeals, 350 of them, as an assistant United States attorney and appellate section chief in Texas. What happens now, Ms. Powell, with the Horowitz report? I know that Monday, Horowitz is going to be in front of a congressional committee. He'll no doubt get grilled for hours. But what do you expect is going to come out of this? Are we going to see... More action taken on Hillary Clinton, action taken on Comey, action, more action taken on uh, Stroke and, and others in the FBI. What's going to happen? Well, if there isn't, I think there's going to be a major insurrection. So one of two things is probably going to happen within the next six months. Well, first of all, Horowitz's report on the Hillary email investigation is just part one. Part two, he's investigating the abuses of our Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Act and all the unmaskings of Americans that were ramped up and abused by the Obama administration in the advent of the election. And obviously that focused on President Trump's campaign staff and friends and associates. So that's going to be coming out in the next IG report, which I expect to be even more damning than this one is. So by the time we get that, if not before, I would expect we're going to have to have either a massive clean-out of the upper echelon of the DOJ and FBI 
or a separate special counsel appointed as much as I despise those, because right now I don't see the FBI or the DOJ doing what needs to be done to clean this up. Does any of this have the potential to lead back to Barack Obama? Oh, I think it very much so does. I published an article a couple of years ago at Observer.com calling for the impeachment of Comey and Lynch when they whitewashed uh, the Hillary Clinton investigation. I knew as soon as I heard about it back then, that's exactly what was going on. And Obama was writing Hillary Clinton on that private email account under an alias. He knew ClintonEmail.com was not state.gov. He knew it was insecure. That's why he was using an alias. He had to have approved the whole thing. He could only get her emails in the on his White House server by having it whitelisted. That means that specific email had to be put in there at his direction. And he knew exactly what was going on. I think he approved it when it was first set up. What's the... Uh, I mean, we should say that Mr. Horowitz is considered by both sides, both the left and the right, the Democrats and the GOP, to be totally impartial. He has a lot of respect, correct? Yes. So what was the, I'll keep using the term cabal because I like it, uh, what, is, what, what were they up to ultimately? What's the, what's the objective of this group um, that we're, you're pointing out in the Raporowitz report clearly suggests were so heavily involved in derailing Donald Trump and elevating Hillary Clinton to the presidency. What was their ultimate objective? What's supposed to happen? Well, she was supposed to have been elected. Right. I mean, they thought that was going to happen. They were willing to do anything necessary but what that would, they could what, do. What was, that, what was that supposed to do to the United States? How was that what, What's their ultimate agenda? The same that her agenda was. No borders, continue the globalist thing. I I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me, but that's what they want. And we wouldn't have a country by now if she had been elected. You know, we are having border issues in in this country as well. And uh, our prime minister calls people who are crossing the border illegally. He's calling them irregular border crossers. And the federal government (laughs) has put $50 million aside to uh, create housing for these irregular uh, border crossers that as Justin Who Trudeau calls them. Who aren't supposed to be there. I'm sorry? Who are not supposed to be there. Not supposed to be here. That's exactly correct. Right. And y'all are going to spend your tax dollars taking care of them. But if if you complain too loudly, then you're going to be called a racist and a bigot and all sorts of others, other terms. Um, Same thing's happening here. Ms. Powell, thank you so much for joining us. I, I hope you'll come back. I'd like to talk to you when the, maybe uh, as this, as the uh, fallout from the report, the report uh, continues. Yes, and please read my article on the Hill, and most of my things will be posted at the website sydneypowell.com. Okay, we'll do that. Thank you so much. Sydney Powell from Texas, S-I-D-N-E-Y-P-O-W-E-L-L, and then add the number one for her Twitter account and .com for her website. Very highly respected appellate lawyer in the United States. This is going to get... Uh, this is going to this is really going to become huge. It isn't already. We're back with Catherine, with Linda, with Michelle, the beauties after this. <laughs> 